BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Big night of television. Murph, did you watch Mad Men? No, I didn't, John. I'm, uh, I'm sick of Patriots fans. Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to sound off. So much going on this weekend. A lot to get to, including What's Bugging Andy. It's about Fred Hoiberg, but Fred's not really bugging Andy. Mm, no, not Fred. It's more a message to the fans. Yeah, to Cyclone fans, yeah. Also, McKenna Hassey made history in Knoxville. Awesome. She will join us live. Big day of racing at the Iowa Speedway. We'll get to all of it, but first, Murphy's Law. Hmm. Tom Brady, it didn't have to be this way. Most of us agree deflating footballs is not that big a deal. It's breaking a rule, but other quarterbacks do it, and it's not assault, PEDs, or even Spygate. So why so much story inflation? Hubris, arrogance, smugness. If Brady had said, I do like the footballs as soft as allowed within the rules, the equipment guys got carried away and I share that responsibility. We broke the rules, we'll take our punishment. As the Super Bowl proved, football inflation had nothing to do with our winning, but rules are rules and we respect rules. Story over. Instead, the Patriots answer the Wells report with a 20,000 word defense no one needs to read. Why? Because the Patriots claim the equipment guy responsible for air pressure in footballs called himself the deflator (laughs) because he's trying to lose weight. After that, nothing else can be taken seriously. Hi, I'm Patriots locker room attendant Jim McNally, better known as the deflator. Why would a guy like me get a nickname like the deflator? Because I love exercise and losing weight. I could show you my deflating secrets with the deflator exercise system. First, you want to do this position. Second, you want to look around and make sure no one's looking, especially NFL officials or personnel. Third, and most importantly, you breathe out through your mouth. Or you breathe out through your butt. Breathe out through your mouth. Or breathe out through your butt. That's right. With the deflator exercise system, you can simply fart away the pounds. Or as I like to say, deflate. It's science. Call right now and receive all 12 DVDs of the deflator exercise system for $0. That's right, $0. Instead of money, you simply send merchandise or memorabilia, preferably signed by Tom Brady. The deflator exercise system is enjoyed by other star athletes like Alex, the juicer, Rodriguez. We call him that because he likes grape juice. Call now and deflate away your pounds because if you'll buy this, you'll buy anything. (laughs) 
See? <laughs> Ridiculous. Deflategate did make the New York Daily News happy. It kicked in the balls seems obvious. I'd have to give the edge to great balls of liar. Tom Thibodeau remains coach of the Bulls. Fred Hoiberg, the Cyclones. One of those has a much better chance of continuing. Hoiberg. Bulls management wants Tibbs out, and the Bulls provided the final push by not showing up for Game 6 and embarrassing a proud franchise. The Bulls may come after Hoiberg. Sounds like they will, but if I were Fred, and clearly I'm not, I'd pass. The bar is too high. The ghosts of Michael Jordan and Phil Jackson take a seat on the bench nightly. Tim Floyd can tell you how hard that is. Timberwolves makes more sense. No title history, former player and executive, already have a house and family in Minnesota, Mayo Clinic nearby, closest to Ames, but it's ultimately up to Fred himself, and none of us knows what he's thinking. The grind of recruiting teenagers wears thin. It's tough to have guys on the bench and their parents in the stands who think they should be starting, but managing egos escalates at the next level. Now, Jamie Pollard has prepared fans for not if Hoiberg goes, but when. No reasonable person will begrudge Fred his dream. It won't be about money, but Pollard often says he wants to do everything he can to make leaving ISU tough. So a year after giving Hoiberg a raise, I'd give him another. He's in the bottom half of Big 12 salaries, seventh out of 10. It must be great to have these kind of options. I still think Fred wants to do more in Ames. We'll find out soon enough. John? Keith, I think Fred Hoiberg has the ultimate tough decision to make. Leave his dream job for another dream job. That opportunity doesn't come along for most people. One of the main factors in this decision is timing. If this were happening next year, I think Fred is gone, but this year makes it more difficult. He's just coming off heart surgery. His family loves Ames, and oh, by the way, he's got a top 10 team returning next season. Many Cyclone fans like to point to the Floyd factor and say, why would he want to leave? Look what happened to Tim. Or why would the Bulls want to hire another Iowa State coach? But reality is, this situation is completely different than when Floyd took over Chicago. This team is built for a championship right now. If that pressure scares him, then he shouldn't be in coaching. When Floyd took over the Bulls, he had a starting lineup of Tony Kukoc, Dickie Simpkins, Brent Berry, Randy Brown, and Ron Harper. Not quite Derrick Rose, Jimmy Butler, Pau Gasol, Joakim Noah, and so on. The NBA will always be there for Fred, which is why I'd love to see him stay at Iowa State. But if Chicago is his dream job, then you can't fault him if he decides to go. More money, high-profile NBA team with plenty of stars in a weaker conference. Either way, it's a tough decision he'll likely have to make. That's a little tougher than the decision that I had to make this morning, which was uh, Captain Crunch regular or peanut butter. Because I love both of those, but the, the regular Captain Crunch, it kind of tears up the roof of your mouth. I like regular, though. I'm not a big peanut butter uh, fan of a cereal. I go regular Captain Crunch. All right, let's go to the phones where James is in Des Moines. James, w what's this about Hoiberg? We just need to relax? Yeah, I think there's a 100% chance Fred Hoiberg is back next season. He's not going anywhere. Now with that star-studded roster he's got coming back, they have a chance to compete for a national championship in college basketball. The NBA will always be there, but how many times can we say that the Iowa State Cyclones can compete for a national championship? This is might not ever happen again, so he wants to stay. He's going to get to the NCAA tournament again and hopefully make a deep run. The NBA, that can wait. Uh, you make good points, mm. James. It's hard to pick your timing, though, if you're interested in a job and you know the guy's 
in ownership and management. That job's, job comes open, you might have to take it. But I do agree completely with you. I don't think Hoiberg wants his last game coaching at Iowa State to be loss against UAB. James, James, James agrees. I just froze him. Oh, yeah. yeah, I agree. <laughs> No, I, I, and, that, and that's what Thanks, it comes James. down to. Like I said, if this were happening next year, you lose George Niang, you lose Jamil McKay, there's a good chance Monte Morris may leave for the NBA. He's that good of a point guard. So you lose your top three players, and all of a sudden that top ten team will be rebuilding really fast. John, I think Fred will be back uh, next I do season, too. I do too. But I, I don't know. There's a lot of buzz. Boy, there's a lot of smoke. If you believe in the where there's smoke, there's fire, there's, there's reason to be concerned. But ultimately – and Fred will make a decision and, if there's that option. And Thibodeau, is, I believe, is making $4.5 million this year. So Fred is, would likely make right around the $5 million mark for the Bulls. And I think, it, what's his salary right now at Iowa State? Right around? He's uh, $2.5 million and a half. or so. Yeah, so he, you, you double his salary, but you go to a bigger city in Chicago, so maybe it all evens out. But it's all going to boil down to what Fred wants. If this is the job he wants in the NBA, you got to go because, like I said, they are championship ready right now. You Money, beat LeBron, you're in the finals. Money doesn't go as far uh, in Chicago, no. though, John. The beer at Wrigley Field is $12 a cup. And it's not good either. Let's go to the uh, look-alikes here. Old Spice is our judge. He's a tough judge. He admits it. But you send a couple of people in. One of them has a local connection, and you tell us what, our, what you think. Now, Jake and Boone thinks Boone High School soccer star Tyler Stotts, as a kid, looks like Jonathan Lipnicki and Stuart Little. Old Spice? That was a long way to go. I was, we got there. I was going to say, if Tyler is a star on the team right now, we need to do this story because a six-year-old, a star on the high school soccer team, we need to do that story. John, this picture is from Tyler's past. Okay, just making sure. If he was six, don't you think he would have done the story by now? <laughs> <laughs> Iowa State offensive coordinator Mark Mangino and... Todd from The Last Man on Earth, actor Mel Rodriguez. This comes from Ryan and Sheraton. Do you think this is a match, Old Spice? Yeah, pretty good. That's pretty good, too. Yep, look, at that, good. look at those mustaches. Being bugged can be helpful. Heck, it can be downright therapeutic. But in this case, it will only make things worse for Cyclone fans. That's next in What's Bugging Andy. Like us on Facebook, Sound Off Nation. David writes, stay another five years. Establish ISU as a national basketball school so we can get a qualified replacement. Let your kids grow up next to grandma and grandpa. <laughs> and then go make millions more. Or stay and be the next Coach K. Boy, that's a, that's a real appeal there, John. Yeah, that's what Cyclone fans want. Brent says, is it worth the PR hit if it doesn't work out again with a reasonably successful Iowa State coach? I'm surprised Coach Cal isn't being mentioned for this job like he was the Cavs and Lakers. Oh, wait, there is no opening. Cyclone fans don't want to lose Iowa State's number one sports asset, Fred Hoiberg. That's obvious, but Andy says fans shouldn't let the possibility of losing Fred bug them. All right, guys, let's get straight to the point. One of the things that bugs me most is being in a situation where I can't be bugged. You know... You're sitting on an airplane near a woman who's traveling alone with her baby, and the baby's crying the whole way, and it's driving everybody nuts, but you can't be visibly bugged because you know the baby can't help it, and the mother feels terrible. True. Or when you're torn between being bugged and being happy, like when your beloved daughter brings home her new boyfriend. He's a straight-A student. He's reportedly very polite and considerate but he looks like this. 
But you can't be bummed. You love your daughter. You can't be selfish. You've got to grin and bear it and hope for the best. That's the position that Iowa State fans find themselves in right now. They love Fred Hoiberg with every ounce of their being. He has rebuilt their basketball program and it's only getting better. They've cheered him through every stage of his remarkable life and turning against him now would reduce them to self-serving frauds. The thought of losing him to the NBA is akin to the thought of losing one of their own eyeballs, but they can't be bugged. He's their guy, they love him, and if they were in his position, they'd do the exact same thing. Cyclone fans have absorbed more kicks to the stones than any fan base this side of Cleveland, Ohio, but this would be the absolute worst yet, and they'd have to stand right back up and put on their best fake smile. And making it all worse are, of course, the Hawkeye fans who want Hoiberg to go only slightly less than Cyclone fans want him to stay. Yeah, boy, that would be a terrible thing for the state of Iowa to lose a guy like Hoiberg to the NBA. As the old saying goes, if you can't beat him, help him find a higher paying job in a different state. But again, Cyclone fans can only play one role, that of the unconditionally supportive, loving family. Anything less would betray their true love for Fred Hoiberg. Anything less would only work against their attempts to keep him or someday bring him back. They can't be bugged. It's that simple and that difficult and doesn't it suck when that's the case? <laughs> I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. Well done, Andy. When Sound Off returns live, McKenna Hassey graduated valedictorian today at Carlisle High School, and some would say that's not her most impressive achievement this weekend. McKenna joins us live from Studio B next. You can always join the conversation on Twitter at SoundOff13. Chad tweets. Uh, hard to hate on LeBron. He's solid as a leader with this young team. Cavs are all heart, and I'd like to see them go all the way. Brett says, the Cubs winning six games in a row has obviously been the best thing this, that's happened this weekend. Duh. Duh. Who's in your five? Five most annoying social media photos as chosen by you on Twitter. <laughs> Number five, feet with the beach in the foreground. Mm. Vacation it in. overshare. Number four. The duck face selfie. Sexy selfies, just don't do it. Number three, this is shout out to my wife, pedometer steps total. <laughs> Nobody cares, honey, or any workout total. Number two, gym selfies. This is like a hassle thing, I remember that. The workout pose in the mirror. Number one, please don't send out a photo of your plate of food. No one cares. 18-year-old McKenna Hassey made history this weekend. In more than 100 years of racing at the famous Knoxville Raceway, no female had ever won a feature sprint. John, that has changed now. That's changed. She did it over the weekend. She Mc sure McKenna did. Hassey won down in Knoxville. Let's bring in McKenna uh, live from Studio B. And, and McKenna, I noticed when you came into the studios tonight, uh, a couple of the women who work at Channel 13 came up and congratulated you, uh, said how much it meant to them. I'm sure you've been getting a lot of that. What does it mean for you to be a trailblazer? Well, I really can't believe it because I didn't really 
set out to be a race car driver and I didn't set out to race Knoxville and I didn't set out to win at Knoxville. And so to do all of that and then on top of it to be the first female is really neat. It's really cool to hear uh, about how I've inspired some other people and it just really means the world that people come up to me and tell me things like that. And um, it's just been an awesome weekend and I can never thank everybody enough that's made it possible. McKenna, how have the other drivers at Knoxville, who are mostly males, accepted your success? It has been unbelievable. That's been one of the things that's meant the most to me is to see all these guys that I've looked up to all these years that have, they came to my trailer, they've been tweeting me, um, just giving me hugs, everything, um, and telling me how, um, congratulations and everything. And that means the world to me because I really look up to them and it's really neat to see them um, reach out to me. You said you didn't expect to drive one day at Knoxville. You're only 18 now, but as a kid, what did you hope to do in sports someday? Well, I didn't start racing until I was 13, and I didn't really know about racing until I was about nine or 10. Um, and so I wasn't really planning on, um, on any of this, but um, I fell in love, and uh, that's when the journey began, and um, we've come a long ways. Now, McKenna, you made history Saturday night. Then today you graduate from Carlisle High School as valedictorian. Be honest, how much sleep did you get last night? <laughs> I tried to go to bed at four and that didn't work. So basically none. <laughs> <laughs> You're running on Red Bull right now. Yes, this is the first time I've purchased an energy drink. So <laughs> uh, you'll, you'll probably end up with a sponsor out of this, uh, McKenna. Um, what can you do to top this weekend? valedictorian, first female winner at Knoxville in more than 100 years of racing. That's quite a weekend. It's definitely quite a weekend. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I'm ever getting married or, or anything <laughs> like that because I can't top this. So <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> now, 4.0 student, winning race car driver. What is next for McKenna Hassey? Well, my second goal this season was to be in the top five in points. My long-term goal is to be a World of Outlaws sprint car driver, but this goal has been on my radar for a very, very, very long time. And so I haven't really truly thought about what lies beyond this. Um, I, I never knew when or if this would ever come. And so, uh, yeah, I haven't thought about that yet. But, but next year you are gonna be a bulldog, a Drake bulldog. Yes, I'm going to Drake University to study finance. That, uh, that is cool. It's really cool what, uh, what you've done all weekend. Should also be noted, McKenna is uh, all conference golf. Didn't you learn that this week? Oh, yes, yep. <laughs> Man, you're, you're getting it done. Who's your favorite NASCAR driver? Casey Kane. Casey Kane. Old Spice wanted to know that. Uh, I know. Big NASCAR fan. If you're directing sound off, you have the nickname Old Spice. You know he was hoping <laughs> for somebody other than Casey Kane. He's my second favorite. Oh, there you go. Tony Stewart's your second favorite driver? Yes, sir. Oh, there you go. There we go. Uh, McKenna, it, it's a pleasure. What a cool thing you've done this weekend. We got a chance to meet your family, not surprised how nice and humble you are. And thank you for coming in late and staying up even later when I'm sure you're exhausted. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. McKenna Hassey, trailblazer, whether she can believe it or not. Now, these horses at the Preakness are not as uh, fast as when McKenna's driving a sprint car, but one has a chance to make history of his own. John and I face off when Sound Off Live returns. Time for face-off and we'll cover some ground. Two down, one to go for American Pharaoh. Murph, is this the horse? History says no. 13 previous double crown winners failed. Many believe the grind of trying to win three races in five weeks is just too much for horses these days. 
I don't buy it. Believing is half the fun. Mm. Even if American Pharaoh has a misspelled name, doesn't mean he can't make history. So yes. Yes. Smallish crowd and little buzz all week for the Xfinity 3M250 at the Iowa Speedway. What's it mean? Lack of big name drivers and, and bad weather early. The name change from Nationwide to Xfinity doesn't help either. Some people were confused. Race snuck up on some, but we should see a much bigger crowd August 1st. When Kyle Korver won the NBA Sportsmanship Award, you said on this segment, mm -hmm. it's partly because no one can picture Korver hitting a, hitting a three, staring down his opponent and shouting, Welcome to Pelodice, you just got Dutch lettered. That's now a t-shirt. That's just smart marketing by the sports page. We're saying t-shirt slogans weekly. Give them a new one, John. Uh, I'd rather have a Dutch letter than a Dutch oven. Never mind. Uh, Corver. Corver used to play for the Sixers. Segway. Mm -hmm. What do you think of the new logo? I love Ben Franklin. Baller. I'd buy a t-shirt with this on it. Ben Franklin Baller. Now, your KXNO pals, the sports fanatics, yep. asked on their new hit show, Ronda Rousey, hot or not? This caused a firestorm, so which is it? I will not dignify this question with a response. It's ridiculous. But if you had to vote. If I had to, I'd, I'd vote not. But that's insulting, and she's a scary good fighter, and I don't want her coming after me, so hot. Now, can this be right? Did Mitt Romney really fight Evander Holyfield this weekend? Yes, and it had more action than Mayweather Pacquiao. No, really. Look. Look at this video. Someone oh. actually hit the canvas. I mean, he was taking a dive, but at least they tried, right? That's better. And this was for charity. All right, let's take a couple of quick calls here. 60-second sound off. Becky and Bondurant, why isn't Hoiberg leaving the worst thing, if that were to happen? Well, I don't know if he is, but I'm sick of hearing about it. I think it hurts our recruiting. I mean, Kansas recruits know that Bill Self is going to stay there. And maybe if Hoiberg goes, we can get Tim Floyd back. Becky, thank you. It does hurt recruiting. I do know that. Uh, they do recruit against that uh, thought. Dan and Ankeny. Yeah, assume uh, Hoiberg goes to the Bulls. Uh, don't you think he'd keep in touch with the newly elected uh, Iowa State coach? Yes. And who who is the front runner from for the uh, Iowa State coach job? Assuming Hoiberg goes. I'd probably go with John Calipari. Calipari, huh? Or, yeah. or Phil Jackson. Ah, uh, good luck. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I, I'm not going that far <laughs> down the path yeah. of what's going to happen if, 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 if. We yeah, don't we, know. We, we don't, don't even. Know. Thibodeau hasn't even been fired. Fred hasn't even been offered the job. We don't know. We're back next week. Hope you are, too. We leave you with the sound off send off. McKenna Hassey making history at the Knoxville Raceway. She always finds time to sign autographs for fans, kids, not only kids. Way to go, McKenna.